Welcome to today's program, my friend. It is the end of the week. Have we had a good time this week studying the tragic mistake of moral surrender? It's actually a very difficult subject because when you see somebody that you love tragically, morally surrendering, it breaks your heart. In fact, you wonder, how can they believe what they're saying? How can they do what they're doing? How can they embrace that? when they were raised to think right. And now you see them headed in another direction, perhaps because they're under the pressure of social media or education or the courts or Hollywood or just the whole environment today, which seems to be changing. But my friends, we need to be unbending. We need to be uncompromising when it comes to the work of God and to the Word of God. And the series is called The Tragic Mistake of Moral Surrender. The subtitle says, God's Promise to People who help wandering saints get back on track. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. And it's going to really encourage you and give you hope. And it comes with a wonderful study guide so that you can read it while you're hearing it or while you're seeing it. And right now we're also offering you my book, which is called Last Day's Survival Guide. And we're offering this book in conjunction with this series because in 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Apostle Paul prophesied under the anointing of the Holy Spirit that at the end of the age, we would sail into some really morally turbulent waters. The Holy Spirit told us that in advance, not to scare us, but to prepare us, especially those who would be living in that season and tag. That's me, that's you. We've been tagged to live in this season and we can do it not in fear. We can do it in the power of God. We can grab our boots and our Bibles and march through this season victoriously. And that's why I wrote this book that I want you to have called Last Day's Survival Guide, a scriptural handbook to prepare you for these perilous times. And today is the last day that we're offering it in the program. And the last two programs, I have referred to some of my teaching from the book of Revelation. I've done 60 different teachings on Revelation chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, where Jesus addresses the seven churches in the book of Revelation. And I have done all of these wonderful in-depth series, which all come with study guides. Look at these study guides. It's like going to school. Christ's message to Ephesus, Christ's message to Smyrna, Christ's message to Pergamum. Look at the size of these study guides. Christ's message to Thyatira, Christ's message to Sardis, Christ's message to Philadelphia, Christ's message to Laodicea, and all of them come with entire teaching sets, video, audio, you can order the whole thing, or you can just order them one by one. But I would encourage you to avail yourself to those, because in those messages, Jesus addresses all the issues that we're still dealing with today. And Jesus said to all seven churches, to him who has ears to hear, let him hear. We need to hear what Jesus is saying to the church today. But when you become a partner with our ministry, we're going to send you two books as our way of saying, welcome to the partner family. My book, Life in the Combat Zone, and Denise's book, The Gift of Forgiveness. So the moment you let us know you want to be a partner, we're going to get these in the mail to you. You can become a partner or order any of these products by going online or by giving us a call. And my friend, if this series has really touched your heart this week and you're thinking of someone that strayed from their faith, their just seem to be wandering, and you want somebody to pray with you, would you please reach out to us, give us their name, tell us what they're going through, ask us to pray, and we really will pray. I promise you that. 
Jeremiah 33, 3 says, if we'll call out to God in faith, he will answer and he'll show us great and mighty things. And we've learned that if we'll draw near to the Lord and intercede, God will move in our behalf in the life of those people that we're concerned about. But let us know how to pray by calling us right now or by going online. I'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. My friends, reach for your Bible. Today we're going to go to James chapter 5, and we're going to see God's promise to people who help wandering saints get back on track. But I want you to see it in your Bible because we always use the Bible in this program. But in James chapter 5, the Bible says, Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and one convert him, then listen to verse 20, let him know that he that converteth the sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Today we're going to be looking at these two verses, but I want to review what we've covered this week. This week on Monday we began with Adam, and we saw that Adam made the tragic mistake of moral surrender when he reached out willingly and partook of the fruit with Eve. Eve had made a mistake. And when Eve reached out and partook of that fruit because she was ignorant, she became spiritually dead. Suddenly she was spiritually dead. Adam was spiritually alive. Eve was going to eventually physically die. Adam would continue leaving. And Adam could not bear the thought of losing her and being separated from her. And with a full understanding of what he was doing, he reached out, followed his wife, caved to her situation and partook of the fruit and followed her. And God, of course, held him accountable. And we saw that we need to be very careful that as parents, as grandparents, and as friends, we don't cave to what our kids are doing because we're afraid that if we don't accommodate them, if we don't agree with them, if we don't endorse them, we're going to lose them. My friends, that is a tragic, tragic mistake. Your kids and your grandkids and your friends need you to stay anchored in truth because one of these days they're going to come looking to you when they're in trouble and they need help. And if you've caved and followed them, you will not be available to help them. You stay on track and be uncompromising with the Word of God. Then on Tuesday, we saw that Lot made a tragic mistake of moral surrender for opportunity. He was mesmerized by the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and the opportunity in those cities. And for opportunity, he accommodated a sinful environment, endorsed it, and even became a sodomite. He blended into the environment and completely compromised himself. And as a result, he lost everything. He lost his wife. His girls got into sin. He should have stayed on track and been uncompromising. Then we saw the story of the Nicolaitans who made the tragic mistake of moral surrender for inclusivity and tolerance. If you didn't hear that, please go get the series, hear that, listen to that in the archives. My friends, there is a pressure today for us just to include everybody, be intolerant of everything. Certainly we need to be kind. It's always good to be tolerant, but being tolerant doesn't mean you endorse everything. And Jesus calls us in Revelation chapter 2 to be uncompromising to the Word of God. Then we saw yesterday 
about the church of Thyatira, a church that had made the tragic mistake of moral surrender for society's acceptance. My friends, the scripture is so clear, and we need to live according to what God commands us in the scriptures. But let's go to James chapter 5 and begin in verse 19. And even as early as when James was writing this epistle, believers were already beginning to stray from their faith. And people were heartbroken. They saw their kids, their spouses, their grandkids, their friends. They got saved. They knew the truth. But because of societal pressure, they began to veer from what they really knew to be right. And that's what's happening today. Because of the onslaught of media, social media. Think about it, friends. If you're my age, you didn't grow up with all of that pressure. But young people today are growing up with pressures that we didn't have because of the courts, because of education, because of movies. It is bombarding them from every direction that they are either to abandon their faith or modify their faith. And as a result, people now have a faith that doesn't even match the faith of the Bible. They're endorsing all kinds of things that are not similar to the Bible at all, including all kinds of strange sexual beliefs. My friends, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. And you see, just for me saying it's nonsense, the culture today says I should be canceled. But my friends, we are called to be uncompromising and to abide with the truth. But this wandering was even happening when James wrote his epistle. And when you come to James 5:19, he says, Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and one convert him. Well, let's begin with the word brethren. The word brethren is the Greek word adelphos, from the word delphos, which describes the womb of a woman. But when you put an A on the front, it describes two or more born from the same womb. And it's such an appropriate word to describe all of us because we are all mutually born out of the womb of God. We've been born again, born of God, and therefore we are related. It was a Greek term which described two or more that were very endearing to each other. And later, it was used in a militaristic sense to depict brothers in battle, hence camaraderie or brotherhood. Now he's speaking to people that are dealing with all kinds of fights, all kinds of struggles, and he calls them brethren. It's the equivalent of saying, I know you're in the trenches and I know you're dealing with issues, but my comrades, I have something to say to you. Then he adds, if any of you do err from the truth. Interesting this word if, because in Greek it is the word eon, and the word eon carries the idea of a certain possibility, even a probability. In all likelihood, this is something that probably will happen, which meant then and now it is likely, it is a possibility, it is a probability that somewhere along the way, each one of us are going to know someone who errs from the truth. So we need to know how to deal with it. And in fact, he says, if any of you, any of you in Greek means anyone in your midst, anyone in your midst, anyone near you, err from the truth. Well, let's focus on this word err. The word err is a form of the Greek word planel, and this is so very important. It's a word used all over the New Testament. Importantly, it is used by Jesus in Matthew chapter 24. It's used by the Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy chapter 4. And here we find it used in James chapter 5, verse 19. The word air, the Greek word planeo, a very specific word 
that describes a moral wandering. It's not just error, it is a moral wandering. It depicts a person who has veered from a solid path that he once walked upon. As a result of veering morally, now this individual is adrift. It's a person that is morally adrift. And here's the thing, when you leave the absolute authority of the scripture, and it no longer is God's voice to you, morally, you are adrift. You've lost your anchor. There is no end to where you're going to go if you leave the authoritative voice of the scripture. And the Bible says this kind of error causes you to morally wander. It causes you to morally be adrift. And it was used to depict an animal that got so lost, it could not find its path to get back home again. And it is the very same word which depicts one who loses his moral bearings. Well, let's just be honest. Because of social media, because of what the courts are passing down by law, because of the crazy stuff that's being taught in schools, all of the things being promoted and things that are being endorsed, kids today are confused. Boys don't know if they're boys. Girls don't know if they're girls. They think maybe they can become something they were not born to be. And now they're not even putting sex genders on driver's license and birth certificates. Just an X because we don't know what you are. Do you understand what I mean, friend? Adrift, just adrift. When you lose your moral anchor, you become adrift. And we're living in the day of adrift. That's where society is. That's why you need to get my book, Last Day's Survival Guide. But it also says if any of you do err from the truth, that word from is really important because it is the Greek word apo, and the word apo means away from the truth, but it implies putting distance between oneself and something else. And here's what you find. When people begin to err and morally wander and they become morally adrift and they've lost their bearings, they begin to put space between themselves and you because they know that you don't agree with what they're doing. Or they put space between themselves and the Bible or space between themselves and the church. They begin to put space between themselves and what they used to be. Space. Distance, they become distanced, and that's what this means. And in this verse, it says, if any do err from the truth, and in Greek it has a definite article, which means this is the truth as contained in Scripture. And my friend, please understand, what we're really discussing today is a departure from the authoritative voice of the Word of God. And when you abandon the Bible, you're in trouble because you'll be adrift. That's what society is. You know people today that are just adrift because they dropped their anchor that was connected to the truth contained in Scripture. But the verse says, and one convert him. That is amazing. The word convert is a Greek word, epistrepho. Listen to what it means. It describes a turning point to turn around, to turn back, or to return to what once was or to what one once believed conversion. You convert him. And you know, today society has become so twisted and it has departed so far from the truth that now what is called conversion therapy is illegal. It's illegal. It's a whole process that's been stricken from the books. It's now forbidden conversion therapy. It's connected to the word convert. 
My friends, there's nothing wrong with conversion. And I want to tell you, conversion is a one-time decision, but it is a therapy. It is a decision that you have to walk out in your life that the enemy is against people converting and coming back to the truth. And so nations all over the world, the whole idea of conversion is being forbidden. But then when you come to James chapter 5, verse 20, James says, let him know who? The one who converts this person. Let him know. The word know is a form of the Greek word ginosko, which means let him really know it. Let him fully know. And here's what God wants you to know. Let him know that he that converteth, this word converteth, again, the Greek word epistrepho, the one who brings a person to a turning point, causes him to turn around, to turn back, to return to truth, to what he once believed, to be what he once was. One who converts the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. That is so powerful and encouraging. But notice it says, he which converteth the sinner. The Greek says, ho harmartolos. It really depicts one who is missing the mark, one who's messed up, one who's fallen short of what God expects and what God approves. And my friends, we do not need to be in a rush to judgment of anybody. We certainly don't want to condemn and judge people that we love, but we need to understand if they've missed the mark and they've fallen short of what God expects and what God approves, and we want to get them back on track again. And this verse says, let him know that he which converteth the sinner, the one messing up from the error of his ways. The word uh, from is a translation of the Greek word ek, which means out of, and it carries the idea of deliverance, which means we can be instruments of deliverance to deliver them out of, the Greek word ek, from the error of their way. And the word error, again, is the Greek word planel. James uses it twice in verse 19, verse 20. And again, it depicts a moral wandering. It depicts one who's veered off of a solid path that he walked upon. And as a result of veering morally, he now is adrift. And the Bible says, convert the sinner from the error of his way. The word way, the Greek word hodas, which is actually the Greek word for a road that one travels upon. It is a lane of travel or it describes the direction that one is leading in his life. And the Bible tells us where this error-filled road is headed. It says you will save a soul from death. Wow. The word save is a form of the Greek word sozo. This is so powerful. The word sozo carries the idea of salvation, but it also includes healing and delivering power, which means there's healing and delivering power available for anyone. It doesn't matter how far they have veered. It means to deliver one from his enemies, to protect, to keep safe, or to keep under protection, even if someone is in the clutch of the enemy. They can be delivered and brought back under the protective care of God. And it says you will save a soul from death. The Greek says from death, ek thanato. The word ek again means out of, delivered from death. And this word death, the Greek word thanatos can be translated death, but it also carries the idea of mortal danger or a dangerous situation. And it tells us when someone veers morally, they are headed on a road that is carrying them to mortal danger. It is a dangerous situation. And furthermore, the Bible says, and shall hide a multitude 
of sins. I love the fact that God is not real excited about exposing what anybody is doing wrong. God is in the business of forgiving and covering with the blood of Jesus. And this word hide, the Greek word kalupto means to conceal. God will conceal it, cover it, veil it, to hide it from view. And the Bible says, shall hide a multitude of sins. And the Greek says, plethos hamartion. The word plethos carries the idea of something that's fulfilled to the maximum and overflowing, which means even if a person has got so far off track, they have drifted so far, that now when you look at how they're living and what they're thinking, it just seems like their life is flowing with a multitude of sins. They're just filled with it. They're living in tragic consequences. And you know, if they don't repent, if they don't convert and get back on track, they are headed for mortal danger. That's what the Bible says. But God wants to use you to intervene. We saw like Abraham, you can draw near to the Lord and pray if nothing else. And through your intervention, God will save. That word zozo, he'll deliver, he'll heal, he'll restore, he'll bring that person out of the clutch of the enemy, bring them back under divine protection, and God in his grace and in his mercy will just cover all that mess. That is amazing. And that's God's promise to you and me for anybody that we are concerned about. I'll be back in just a moment, and I want to pray for you. We live in a day when many people are modifying their beliefs and tossing their faith to the wind to accommodate their family and friends. Even though these believers once stood firm on the Word of God, they are surrendering to the woke atmosphere in society today to stay in relationship with loved ones who have changed what they believe. What should you do? If your spouse, children, or friends have changed their beliefs and you now feel distance between yourself and them, in this five-part series, The Tragic Mistake of Moral Surrender, Rick Renner covers the tragic mistake of moral surrender, moral surrender for opportunity, moral surrender and embracing inclusivity and tolerance, moral surrender for society's acceptance, God's promise to people who help wandering saints get back on track. This powerful series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $10. In addition to this teaching series, you can also get the book, Last Day's Survival Guide, a scriptural handbook to prepare you for these perilous times for $25. In this practical 478-page book, Rick Renner unlocks prophecy about the last days and shows you what you need to do to sail through these turbulent times victoriously. We believe you need this book. Don't miss this powerful offer. The five-part series, The Tragic Mistake of Moral Surrender, and the book, Last Day's Survival Guide. These materials can make a big difference in your life or in the lives of those you love. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Friends, this is Rick Renner. I want to give you a good report. It is amazing but we just signed the papers to purchase our new building in Tulsa, a new headquarters for our ministry. We've been in the same location for years and years and years, and we've outgrown it. And because so many people are reaching out to us for more teaching and for prayer and for ministry, we need more space so we can effectively minister to them. And at the same time, we're constructing our studio in Moscow, where we're going to be filming the most wonderful Bible teaching programs that touch people all over the world. 
that the only reason we're able to do all of this at one time is because of people like you that are members of our giving team. And because of your gifts, we're able to do this in Tulsa, we're able to do this in Moscow. And my friends, I want to remind you that it's not about the buildings. No, 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 it's about people that need to be touched. We just need space so that we can minister to them. And I want to say thank you so much for being a part of the giving team and remaining a part of the giving team as we get the buildings ready and put up walls and get ready to produce programming and to minister to people all over the face of the planet. And if you're not a partner and a member of our giving team yet, please become a part of our team today. Pastor Rick's heart is just to get the message of the gospel out there. And because he is absolutely a man after God's own heart, when God says do this, he says yes. I know that we're gonna have substantial growth just because that is Pastor Rick's vision. Pastor Rick's heart is for people, and that's why he always says, call in for prayer, because he's sincere and he means it, and we do too. We're all very honored and humbled. It's just been a wonderful thing to see the growth that has happened, because we know the growth comes with people's lives being changed, and that's what our heart is about. And um, These are the end times that we're living in, and there are a lot of new believers. There are many people. Wonderful. It's wonderful to hear that, um, coming, to, coming to know Jesus for the first time. And um, I'm so thankful that we have the tools and the resources available, ready for them when they need it. We're just privileged to get to lend our gifts and our touches to written communication from this ministry. Well, we just wrapped up the series called The Tragic Mistake of Moral Surrender. Has this series fed you? Please reach out to me and let me know your response to what you've heard this weekend. Thank you for all the phone calls and emails that I've already received. But hey, you can order this today, and it's the last day that we're offering it on the program. It's five parts, and it comes in multiple formats. The Tragic Mistake of Moral Surrender and God's Promise to those who help wandering saints get back on track. And I've made a whole study guide to go with it so you can read it while you see it or while you hear it because this really is teaching. You need to get down deep inside you. And today is the last day right now that we're offering my book called Last Day's Survival Guide, a scriptural handbook to prepare you for these perilous times. We can sail through these turbulent waters in victory with joy and with peace. We really can if we know how. And that's why I wrote this very practical handbook about how you can survive these turbulent times, last day's survival guide. You can order all of this by going online or by giving us a call. And remember that when you become a partner with our ministry, please pray about becoming a partner. We're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone and Denise's book, The Gift of forgiveness. Partners really change people's lives. Right from where you are, you can be a force of change in another person's life. That is so powerful. But thank you for becoming a partner. And Father, we thank you for what we have studied this week in the Word of God. Help us to stay on track. Help us to love those that have gone adrift. Help us to pray and intercede for them. And help us to personally be uncompromising and unmoving in what the Word of God teaches. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you on Monday, but remember Ecclesiastes 8.4. 
where the word of a king is, there's power. Renner Ministries is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through every available media to the uttermost parts of the earth. Discover the many ways you can help us make a difference in lives around the world with the Word of God. We invite you to partner with us in teaching, strengthening, and rescuing lives for the glory of God. Together, we can make a difference that will last throughout eternity. 